This is IsAware, powered by Intersoft Associates. IsAware is your connection to exploring the systems and software that power businesses like yours with expert insight, experience, and advice. Welcome back to IsAware. I'm Chris Bentliff, and as always, I'm joined by High Goldstoff and Abe Unger from Intersoft Associates. And guys, today we're talking about CRM integrations, and I never like to take things for granted. So let's start with an understanding of what is a CRM and why do I use a CRM? Abe, let's start with you. What's a CRM? Why would I use that in my organization? A CRM is something that's going to help you manage um, some of your existing customer information as well as some of your prospecting. So it'll manage information about some of your marketing, who you've been talking to, what you've been talking about, um, what are their interests, are they aligned, um, have they become a client, and if they have become a client, what have you been doing with them? Those are the kinds of things that you'll manage in this application. And it can start with something as simple as some basic information about who it is that you're talking to and what it is that they're about, and then build that as you build that relationship with those people. And that CRM is going to help you manage that relationship and manage that communication and be on top of that communication so that it doesn't fall by the wayside. CRM, a customer relationship manager. So examples are Salesforce, uh, Pipedrive, uh, Microsoft Dynamics, things that help me to see the behaviors and then maybe tell my Salesforce to call back or here's how many times we contacted or here's how many times we did this or, or that or the other thing. But we've also talked about ERP, which is enterprise resource planning. And that's a platform or piece of software that we've described as kind of the brains of an organization or an operation. Hi, what's the difference between a CRM and an ERP? And is it important for me to know the difference in an organization? Sure, it's important. It's like you know, it's like someone who just landed on the planet. You got enough difference between a hammer and a screwdriver, you know, wh- where they use. You can certainly bang in a nail with a screwdriver, but it's not, you know, it's not recommended. Um, but ERP is what manages the day-to-day business of an organization. At least that's what it should be. Uh, if you take a typical organization uh, that's, that manufactures or imports, it, you know, maintains the the, the inflow of, of goods, be they finished goods or be they uh, stuff that will build a particular widget, uh, whatever that might be, uh, sending it, you know, managing that, managing your inventory, managing your flow of, of products so that you can um, have enough on, on hand to uh, fulfill your orders. And then, you know, go out and ship the stuff, make sure that it's there, be able to build the client, be able to do all sorts of other financial operations, help do forecasting. That manages the, you know, the workflow, uh, the product management, as well as the, the order management. The CRM really is, is, should be used before that. And there's a gray area where they both uh, overlap. The CRM manages you know, the, the marketing process, the sales process. And you could have a sales process for people that aren't clients. We can have people that are suspects, people that are prospects. And, you know, look for additional opportunities within your existing clients. If, you know, people are seasonal and they order a million widgets from you, you know, what is when is the next order going to be if it's not recurring revenue? And the CRMs are also used to do, um, I think the term is inbound marketing, but basically uh, communicate with your prospect list and your customers uh, with information, uh, emails, uh, just general information about about the company to make sure that you're communicating 
with that group of people on a regular basis. And, you know, HubSpot does that certainly, uh, Salesforce does that, you know, a bit complicated, but it certainly does that. So, so when we talk about this gray area, I think that's interesting. And, and as we talk about CRM integrations, Abe, maybe that's a great place to start because there is going to be continued sales activity with an existing client, or you're just going to want to have a good sense of what's the behaviors or activities of that client or customer. And that might be reflected really well inside the ERP, but maybe you need to reflect that back either to the organization that they're in or to the person that they are back to the CRM. So what are some ways uh, that you've experienced or that you would advise thinking about integrating the CRM and the ERP? Right. So there are a lot of things that can be done in terms of that integration. Uh, some of them may be as simple as a bolt-on that's going to give you some reporting tool where you can talk to the two systems to give you data or reports that you can then use to make decisions on. So you're not actually integrating the data between the two of them. They are still two different systems, but using a reporting tool, you can actually just bring that all together and give you the information that you need. Um, and that's something that's more straightforward and a lot of the systems that are out there will support you know, tools that'll give you data that you need in formats that you can use to talk between the two systems or communicate. Um, some of the other things that can be done are integrations where you actually are integrating data between the two of them so that by looking at one system, you can actually see data from another system in that system as well. So in Salesforce, as an example, you can have a connector tool that connects to other data, be it an ERP or other data systems, to bring in information, to give you more information there on the screen itself, and then be able to sort of pull and push that data so that you can push data back into those systems. Again, that goes to that communication that whether it's API or whatever kind of communication or tool that they support um, that you can use to facilitate that. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, your software consultancy that will help you to maximize revenues, reduce costs, and streamline work processes with the right IT solutions. Intersoft Associates delivers strategic consulting and custom software development together with support and enhancement to help modernize and manage the software that helps your business run. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com. Hi, you mentioned HubSpot earlier, which is a very popular CRM. And it, like Salesforce, has a lot of, you can do it all here. You could do email marketing. You can uh, do website maintenance. You can then channel that over to your sales teams or whatever. Sometimes those kind of all-in-one tools are great. And other times, uh, in my experience, companies find that, oh, we wish this behaved a little differently. Or we like to use this email service provider instead because of whatever reason. Is that an example of where a CRM integration uh, also comes into play where maybe it has the tool, but for me, it's not the best tool for the job. I liked your analogy of the screwdriver and the, ha and the hammer earlier. Maybe there's just a different hammer that I prefer. And is that a good example of uh, thinking about CRM integrations as well? Or what problems am I looking to solve when I'm thinking about a CRM integration? Uh, that's one. I mean, you certainly want to use the best product available to do the job you want. And, you know, and, and companies have their core product and they have their peripheral products, which may not be up to speed at, at this point. You know, Microsoft is somewhat uh, famous for that. The first release of any one of their products is was never any good. And they've gotten better, you know, really better at uh, producing them. So, yeah, you, you, you want to use best in class for, for whatever function you want to do. And you want to make sure that you're using the same data, uh, that the data that you have is correct. Again, if you've taken a CRM, 
and you're using you you should be using a CRM uh, to deal with existing customers. <coughs> pardon me, that are in the that, that whose histories is in the ERP. And if you have a, a large organization, you've got different departments that might be clients of of yours, and you want to get a look, a complete look at that client and what they've done over the years for the salesman. You don't want the salesman going into the ERP, but the people who manage that, you, you want them to be able to look at it. And that those opportunities should be managed in the CRM. And some of the reporting can be, you know, can be retrieved if you want to do it online from the enter from the ERP. Abe, we've talked also about QuickBooks integrations previously. Are are there ways that I could be thinking differently about how the CRM can interact with QuickBooks? in creating an integration between the two of those? And what could that look like? Sure. And, and one of the things that we've been talking about are the kind of integrations that we've been talking about are um, sort of a, bit, a little bit reactive, where you, you want some information so that you can use that. Um, some of these integrations can be a bit proactive as well. In QuickBooks, as an example, if you're dealing with Quick, QuickBooks as a back end, um, some of these integrations or reports can give you information or even alerts where if you have someone who hasn't paid in a while and you want to get information about that, an alert can be pushed out of those systems to give you that information. So your QuickBooks doesn't do that for you. You know, you can run a report and see that information, but some of these other tools can actually go in there and be proactive and say, here's somebody who has a balance over a certain amount of money and hasn't paid in a certain number of days. So this is something where you may want to focus. So a lot of those kinds of tools are, are out there that'll help you in terms of a proactive method. And that's something that um, integrations, whether it's CRM, QuickBooks, whoever those tools are, when someone goes in in the morning and looks at some of the, that information, some of that can pop out at them and say, here's things that you need to do. Not that you can run a report and see what happens, but here's a list of things that something is off here, go take a look at them. Uh, whether it's payment, whether it's, oh, we haven't communicated with this person in a really long time, maybe it's time to set up a call or a meeting or things like that. And, and it's the area where the integrations can, can be superpowers. I love that. Abe. That is great guidance where we can think reactively, or again, we can be thinking, this is the specific problem that I want to have solved. But I, I love your guidance that we can be thinking proactively and we could be doing things we didn't know were possible or uh, could be helping us in ways we hadn't imagined. If we sort of rethink the, uh, the idea or the capability of the integration. And I guess, hi, that's back to this conversation we keep having where this kind of consultative approach is really important. You don't need to know the problems you're having. You just need to know you're having some kind of problem. And guys like you can help us figure out, well, here's how your CRM could come into play and we could be doing more with it, as, as Abe says, superpowers uh, with that. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example of something we're working on today, which is, is really... Uh, an integration somewhat on steroids. Um, we're working with a, a company that has to contact, you know, millions of people and we're getting data from public sources and we're interfacing that. We're getting, we're using our software to gain contact information uh, for those hundred thousands or millions of people. Uh, that information is then being put into Salesforce. Uh, if, if there's a phone number, we may have a bunch of uh, possible phone numbers, and we're using other services. You know, we were talking about APIs, you know, recently using other services to get that information, uh, provide that information to Salesforce for the people. You know, for the the, the people um, who have to get in, 
information from that particular um, person to make those phone calls. The, the most likely uh, phone number is first, and then it goes down. Uh, initially, we were only getting you know the most likely. Now, and we're sending that information to Salesforce. Salesforce is managing that whole process, and you know, involved involved in what it does. And now we're ultimately uh, sending them all the phone numbers. I think we're limiting it to fifteen, uh, but you know, some normal you know some normal size limit. And as they determine which is the proper number, that information is then sent back to us because we're the ones you know our software are the ones that are um, scraping the data uh, from the you know various public sources, sources that we subscribe to and other public sources. So that, you know, that becomes uh, an integration where we're dealing with seven to be a financial services firm where all that data is coming in and we're communicating with Salesforce and we wanna make sure that our software, which goes out to the real world to get the data, knows the results of the, of the contact with the, uh, uh, with the person, with the individual. And then is the end goal in Salesforce with this list of phone numbers to become a sales function where someone will then be? Oh, no, it's, re- it's really, um, it's really to contact the person and get some information from them. And I'm being vague because I have to be. Which is appropriate, but it shows the potential and the power uh, in a great way where we can think about public sources that are out there in the public domain and ways custom software integrated into a CRM can harvest that stuff and bring it in to make it actionable for whatever purpose inside the CRM. And that's, I think, the power of the custom software development, the power of the CRM integration, uh, going beyond the root capabilities of this platform and uh, even beyond what we might think, well, let's connect QuickBooks in our CRM. That makes sense. You're describing something more advanced and exciting. And I think, uh, as Abe says, that's a superpower or puts it on steroids. I like that a lot. The other thing that we also that we also did is similar environment is um, for a financial, for a financial, for a wealth manager rather, uh, where they had a number of different systems that they used uh, to manage their clients, to manage the, their investments, among other things, uh, the insurance they buy, whatever. So we were interfacing to a number of different systems, a system called wealth manager, uh, the various uh, insurance companies to get that data and their, and their CRM to get all that so we have one version of a truth. Uh, and when there are inconsistencies, alert them what the inconsistencies are so the data can be you know, ultimately cleaned up. Guys, uh, way more interesting conversation about CRM integrations than I was expecting, and I had high expectations. So thank you. Uh, great insights and guidance, some really tactical and practical advice, which I really liked. And as always, as Abe would say, uh, if you don't know what to do next, pick up the phone. And, and uh, it's a great way to just start the conversation about how CRM integrations could be working harder for your organization. Thanks, guys. Abe Unger, High Gold Stuff at Intersoft Associates. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for IsAware. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, who believes the more you know about your IT, the better. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com and schedule your free consultation to talk about how custom software can help your business.